How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Drew Estate Cigar Studios for episode 186 of Thousand. How About That Cigar Live. Oh, just 186. Just 186. Okay. Not we'll 186. We, in, in, I'm, I'm we'll thinking like 30,000 years, we'll hit episode 186,000. I don't know, man. So what are so, we doing for we'll episode 187? One eight. That's a murdery show. Ooh. That is a murdery show. You gotta, you gotta be prepared for that one. Oh, one eight seven. Yep. Yeah. On a, okay. On a what? No spoilers. <laughs> one eight seven on a <laughs> on a. Yeah, let's not. Mickey freaky. <laughs> All right. So it is episode one eighty six of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for watching live on Facebook, live on YouTube, and for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast. Thank you so much for listening to How About That Cigar Live when you drive down the road, when you work out, whatever it is you do when you listen to your favorite audio podcast. Thanks so much for making How About That Cigar a part of it. And here in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios, let's remind you again about the beautiful new Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate, an exploration into the deepest, darkest, and heaviest depths of the mystical Maduro leaf. Yeah, yeah! Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate presents a journey through different Maduro leaves, starting with a thick and oily San Andreas Maduro mm. wrapper, followed by a thick and meaty oh, Connecticut River and Valley meaty. Broadleaf Maduro binder, Meat and finally, valley. a blend of Nicaraguan and Pennsylvania broadleaf maduro tobaccos blackened cigars m81 by drew estate will be presented in beautiful copper accented black 20 count boxes and will debut in a 5x50 robusto 6x52 toro 7x50 corona doble and a 5x43 corona for more information please visit drewestate.com so we have a great big show tonight we are going to unveil the uh, the top ten cigars of 2022, according to, well, according to me, pretty much, but yep. according to the the how about that cigar world, um, and but we have a lot a lot of stuff to cover. But in the meantime, I just want to just real quick, um, just vamp for a second, Garrett, if you would. Oh, okay. So, ah, uh, <clears throat> nope. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did he just do what I think he did? Ooh, I can't look at Where's you right salt? now. Sorry, I just had to put my hat on. It's I'm used, I'm used to wearing a hat in the studio to keep the these bright studio lights out of my eyes. Look oh, at you. What is there right now? What is that on my? What is there? Is there something you don't? Uh, is there something you don't like particularly about my hat? Cup short <laughs> So it was disgusting. There were some. There were some NFL games. You know, it's the it's it's disgusting. the NFL season. So there were some games on Sunday that you're excited about. Um, and for once, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, so the Packers played a fantastic game, and oh gosh, who was that? That the who was it that the Packers played? Uh, um, um, it's like a Norse. Situation. North, yeah, somebody in the somebody in the NFC North. Hmm. Oh, it was the Vikings. It was the Vikings. How about them Vikings? So how about how about them Vikings? Um, so okay. all jokes all jokes aside, can I just say <laughs> yes that we had two third string linemen and one second string lineman on our offensive line. You can definitely say that. So the reason why Justin Jefferson. Barely got any touches. 
Um, and before those injuries, Kirk Cousin was the most rushed quarterback and the second most sack quarterback in the league. So, um, so that's, that is that's, my that's the story you're going with. That is the story, and it's not an excuse; it's a reality. And that is why we are one and done in the playoffs. Well, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, the the fact is, you the Vikings are definitely in the playoffs. The Packers have to beat Detroit on Sunday. The good thing is we're playing at Lambeau Field. Um, but Detroit is, I mean, Detroit's not not supposed to be good ever. And Detroit's good they're, this season. They're doing, they're actually similar to what the Packers are doing. They're yeah. figuring things out at the end of the year. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Uh, basically, I'm just hoping. Detroit is a scary team right now. They are. Case. I hope that the Packers put it together enough to snag this last basically it's the last playoff spot mm-hmm. um so i hope they can make it happen we'll see we'll see what's going to happen with who, uh who is it that you're fighting that last wild cuts wild uh card spot for it's it's detroit i believe it's detroit no, i believe I it's it whoever out of our division i think it's whoever wins from green bay and detroit gets that last spot because they're both eight and eight <clears> and they both have I believe the same division record. So if anybody knows out there, put it in the comments. I honestly don't remember, but I, I I think green Bay is fighting for the last playoff spot. And I believe Detroit is the one it's basically between Detroit and green Bay. As far as I know. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. That's right. But Minnesota's in. Oh Um, yeah, I know we won the division. Yeah. But again, um, the way our defense is playing, and then couple that with our offensive line situation, we are not a playoff uh, caliber team. Our record is much better than, than our team is. That being said, they have shown some brilliance, both from a player standpoint and a coaching standpoint. Um, I think there is a real contender with... Um, uh, with our coach for coach of the year. I think, yeah, I agree that he should be up for coach of the year. He's done a great job this season. I, I still contend, even even though he had a really bad game against the Packers, I still contend that Justin Jefferson should be in the MVP conversation. Mm-hmm. I think there's no reason why he shouldn't be in the MVP conversation. Um, he is he is He is a generational receiver. He is so talented. He has played outstanding all se- uh, he's he's had a couple hiccups. But even the best receivers in their best years have had games that just where they kind of fell off the map. Mm-hmm. Jerry Rice had games like that. Uh Megatron had games like that. Randy Moss had games like that. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike Evans had games like that. Not yesterday. I Not- lost my Super Bowl <laughs> fantasy yeah, because you're- of Oh my god. Yeah, your fantasy Dang. league. I I'm Coop does have something to say about that. He does. Big Jerry Matt LaFleur will oh I love you, Coop. I love you, Coop. But <laughs> I do too. Yeah, I'm we'll have the we'll have the Matt one of these days we have to have a Matt LaFleur show where oh, we talk man. just about I'll get, Matt I'll get, LaFleur. I'll get Matt. I'll call yeah, Matt. You, you, yeah, I'll get him on the yeah, show. We'll, and set it up. <laughs> um we won't talk about that tonight, but uh um so what were we talking about? 
Um, I don't know. know. Uh, So real quick, uh, hockey talk. Minnesota Wild are on fire. They're they're doing really well. Um, They're holding on to that third place spot. They're close to maybe inching their way into the second place spot. They are. Uh, So I'm just happy with the moves they've made. I'm happy um, that for the most part, the team is healthy. And I think that makes a big difference. Uh, The goaltending is getting a lot better. So hopefully that trend will continue. We just, you know, we've got to stay healthy through, um, you know, these are the dog days. You know, we got to get that push into the spring so we can get the playoff spots locked up and, you know, then we'll see how things go from there. Uh, But tonight is a huge night. We have, uh, we're going to present Cigar of the Year, our top 10 cigars of the year uh, for How About That Cigar from 2022. And if you like chai latte, you're going to want to stay tuned. That's true. That is true. If you like chai latte. Chai latte cigar flavors. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I think it's time. So let's jump into yeah, our man. main segment of the week. And as always, that is brought to us by our friends at Corona Cigar Company. Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars made with Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borshowitz knew it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Tampa, Lake Mary, and a new location coming soon to Sarasota. To learn more, visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. All right. So we're going to go through our list for, and we're going to start, obviously, you know, it's a top 10 list. So we're going to start with number 10 and go go all the way down through number one. Well, Matt. And we are going to give a few little tidbits of info along the way. Are you smoking a cigar right now? I, I'm smoking a cigar right now that I'm just finishing up. Oh, um, okay. Do you want to do? I want to. Yeah, I'm gonna and do then do toast. Yeah, we'll do. We'll okay. do a little. Just we're, we'll give you the basic criteria of kind of the way that this year's list shook Beautiful. down. So uh, every year, um, I have kind of run the numbers. I put everything into a spreadsheet and I kind of broke things down because we like to nerd out on the numbers sometimes. And we'll just give you a little brief synopsis of what we were looking at this year. Uh, so for the review period, which was January 1st, 2022 through uh, December 31st, 2022, uh, we had scores of reviewed cigars that ranged from 72 up to 94. So the lowest price cigar that we reviewed scored a 90. The highest price cigar we, we reviewed also scored a 90. Um, the total points awarded to cigars this year was 1,757 points. Uh, that works out to an average of 87.85 points. So the average score, if you want to average it out for all the cigars reviewed this year, the average was 87.85. And that is lower than last year's average. Last year's average was 90.19. So overall scores were a little lower this year than they were last year. Um, 
we the most commonly awarded score was 91 um and uh we have the the pad which is the point allowance differential which is which essentially what that means for us is if it's either going to be a plus number or a minus number or it's going to be zero if it's a zero that means that it smokes according to us it smokes like its price point it doesn't smoke like a more expensive cigar and it doesn't smoke like a cheaper cigar it it seems to, the way it smokes and the way it tastes seems to fit within the price point that it has at the time we review it um so the highest pad this year was a 2.5 plus 2.5 and the lowest was a minus 3.0 um i was told there wasn't going to be math there would be no math <laughs> no math i promise i'll do i already did the math for you oh so, yeah, there you go thank you so uh and obviously the most common pad is 0, 0.0 which is good because that means most of the cigars we review tend to smoke within their price point um we really mixed things up a lot brand wise. There were only, there was only one brand that had two cigars reviewed during the calendar year. Um, we had a lot of ha uh, Habano wrappers, uh, San Andreas wrappers. Those were the most. Um, and we have, we also denote when we review cigars, whether we purchase the cigars ourselves and spend our own money to buy them, or if we're reviewing cigars that were provided by, the brands sometimes brands will say hey can we ship you some cigars to review and we're happy to do that uh but we always denote which it is when we lay that out so of all the cigars that we purchased um the uh the average score was 89.16 and all the cigars that were provided by other companies for us to review the average uh, score was eight five point eight seven, and so and like I said, it's all January first through December thirty first, uh, and that's the big. Those are the big ticket items for kind of how the list gets put together. We strive to be as as unbiased as possible. We just literally we focus on what it tastes like, what it smells like, if it burns properly, um, availability, price points, things like that. And for full disclosure, those who know that I have my toes dipped in the cigar industry business-wise, yeah. I am not a part of the numbering and review process because there's a clear bias there. And we want to just let all our viewers and listeners know that um, my bias doesn't enter into the scoring factor. Correct. All right. So... I think it is time for me to Ooh. get a cigar fired. Right. Let me get the uh, let me get that ready for. Can we mute this? Is it muted? I thought it was muted. I forgot to mute it. Sorry about that. Thank you, Justin. My my fault. I forgot to mute that this time around. All right, so I am going to light up this beautiful and Garrett Garrett open up this beautiful box of the uh, the Tatuaje uh, Lancero collection, and I am going to smoke this lovely La Riqueza. Lancero, which is one of my Stupid. absolute historic favorites. So the it's right there for you, Garrett. Oh, hi. Hi. When lighting your cigar, it is important to be patient, pay close attention to detail, and focus on the tobacco. In the same way, Steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra-premium cigars of Dunbet, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust have become known for. 
from Sober Mesa to Umbagog. Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Get it. Hmm. Work it. Ah. I love it. I love it. Let me get this out of the way now. We're done with that. Little uh, switching things up with the toast cam. So. Good times. All right. So let's jump right in. <clears throat> and we're going to start with number 10. So this is our uh, top 10 list for the year 2022. And coming in at number 10 for this year is... Luciano the Dreamer, Hermoso number four. And that's uh, that cigar um, is one that we, I, I smoked a lot of these cigars. This is one of those that um, it's available at a number of local shops. And it seemed to be one that I would, whenever I would go into Sodi's or some other places, I would grab one or two more. Yep. Or I would grab another fiver. Yep. And I, it's just a, one of those cigars that I just kept reaching for because I always, it was consistent. I always enjoyed the flavor. Um, and, and one thing also that I didn't mention before is we did have a lot of ties, like scoring ties where there were like a, some nineties and things like that. And that's one of the things that, you know, maybe a cigar scored a little higher or maybe two cigars scored exactly the same number it, it, if it made this the list at all, or if it made a higher spot on the list, it all came down to smoking frequency. How often am I in there buying more of these cigars? Because I just like it, and it's just that's a cigar that I I keep wanting to reach for. Yeah. So that plays into this, and and it scored an eighty nine, um, which is, I think, frequently maybe not just with us, but I think with a lot of lists. It's not common that you see anything lower than a 90 make the top 10. Correct. Um, but for us, this scored uh, 89. Uh, it's got leathery flavors, you know. I And I get this interesting uh, malt candy, like malted, like Whoppers, malted milk ball kind of sweetness to it. Uh, and there's some earthiness. There's a little bit of pepper. There's some cocoa. Um, so, uh, And I'm looking forward to the new factory run. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that changes. Yep. That's a good point yeah. uh, in the future with, yep. with this. Uh, so that is cigar number 10 for the year. And going on to cigar number nine on our top 10 list from 2022, and that is the Partagas Añejo Petit Robusto. This one came out of total left field. I When, when General first sent us some samples of the cigar, I smoked one and I I loved it and I thought full disclosure I was like I wonder if that's kind of a fluke. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm trying not to be mean but I'm being honest. Yep. I when I smoked that first one it was so good and I thought hmm I don't know, I don't know how the rest are going to smoke and I smoked um I smoked another one and I liked it a lot. So then I went out and I was like okay, I'm going to buy some. So I bought some from somewhere else. And I smoked and they smoked the same, which is something you you never know when you get samples and things like that. So I smoked another one from someplace else that I bought. 
They were really consistent. This cigar has a really low price point. This Partagas Añejo Petit Robusto comes in at $6.99. It scored a 90 on the review for us. And that means the PAD put this at plus two. So that means it smokes, I'd say, a couple dollars better than, than the price point. It's this smokes better than a $7 cigar. It's a really, and it's a quick cigar. If you need, you know, if you're commuting and you smoke in the car, this is a good cigar for, for, you know, a quick drive to the office or something like that. Um, and it's interesting too, cause it's a barber pole. So you get a couple different wrapper leaves in there. Um, and it had some baking spice and a little bit of herbal things and some sh- sweetness. And I just, I, I dug it and it's, Great price point, so that one lands at number nine. Uh, and now, moving on to number eight on the list, and that is the Casa Cuevas Sangre Nueva Toro. Now, this one really surprised me because back at the trade show, we were given a sample. Each of us got one sample of the, the uh, it was like a petite Robusto size of this mm-hmm. same cigar. And this blend has a little bit of fire cured tobacco in it, which I don't love. I don't hate. I just it, it in some blends. It works in some blends. It doesn't to me. I didn't really get much of that fire cured. Correct. From the first sample we got at the trade show. And then they sent us some more um, of that. Was it a Salomon? Bellicoso. Bellicoso. And I got a little bit of it from that one, but not a whole lot. This Toro size, it the the fire cure tobacco really came out in the flavor and the aroma profile. But again, it's still not overwhelming. It's still not this super strong, heavy fire cured. Yeah. I get it right away now. Yeah. But on those bellies, it, it works in this blend because on the Toro and it's funny, too, because Alec from Casa Cuevas sent us some of the Toro about two weeks after I had bought some from someplace else. So I had already had no, it was more than two weeks, maybe three or four weeks. And I had already had bought some and started smoking them for review. And it's interesting because as you smoke through the Toro size, it the you get a lot of that fire cured up front. And then as you get about toward the middle and toward the band, that starts to dissipate and the blend kind of comes into its own as a traditional, more traditional cigar. So there's these kind of fruit notes that I get from it. Uh, there's some pepper, there's some earth, there's some chocolatey kind of things all that tied in with that sort of campfire barbecue thing that you get from the fire cured tobacco. So, uh, it scored a 90, um, and just surprisingly, um, good blend that I'm going to see myself reaching for regularly, um, which isn't the case with a lot of fire cured stuff, but this one is definitely going to be an exception for me. Um, and I think was that, that was, that was number eight. So, oh wow! And we're gonna so we're gonna mix things up a little bit. So we've got we've got the rest of the list to go through, but because we have other segments to the show that we like to always get to, and because we have some wonderful advertisers that we're very great, grateful for that keep this show on the internet, uh, we want to make sure that they get their due. So 
actually on a very early time this this week earliest ever we are going to jump to numero de los muertos and numero de los muertos brought to us by our friends at smoke in I'm Steve here from Smoking Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023 Mardi Gras Madness. Whether you're coming down live or going to be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home, your ticket price includes this epic package. It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event. Over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket, your virtual ticket if you're going to enjoy from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. All right. So, episode 186, Numero de los Muertos. What do you have for us this week? This is crazy. I heard. I love it. Banger. <laughs> it's good. I like it. <laughs> this one uh, is a is a bigger number, and it's far bigger than I thought. Um, That's what she said. She didn't. <laughs> never heard her say that. All right. So the I, number I couldn't leave it go. Oh I no! I threw you a softball. <laughs> So for anyone uh, watching the show for the first time uh, or listening for the first time, Numero de los Muertos is I give out a number and between our, um, you know, between Matt and we'll have Justin play along and our, and our viewers and sometimes our guests will play 20 questions to try and figure out how these people died. So tonight's number is estimated... 135,000 people in the U.S. die from this every year. Whoa. Holy cow. Huge number. Yeah. Is it disease-related? No. So every year. Okay. So I guess yes. Sorry. Yes would be the answer. It is disease-related. Oh, too soon, Tom. Jeremy Renner snow. Did you hear about Jeremy Renner, the no. actor? Oh. He had a he had a very severe snowplow accident, and he's in critical condition in the hospital. I guess you're kidding. Yeah, very severe. Wow. All right. Um... The end. Of... <laughs> Jay Davis. The end of oh distribution agreements. I I uh, I, I wish people knew how funny that was. <laughs> you really don't know how funny that is. Oh, that is fantastic. Well played, Jay. That Common is... cold? Nope. <laughs> nope. On car accidents. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Are vehicles involved? Vehicles are not involved. Uh, is it related to a certain season of the year? No. Um, would this be considered a workplace accident? Mm-mm. Um, not the flu. Air, land, or water? Yes. Yes. It's not disease related. 
It is. It is disease-related. For the record, Jeremy Renner's out of surgery. Oh, he is. Okay. That's good to hear. Good. Uh, it is disease-related. Yep. Um, is this a... This is uh, when I wish um, Chad was on. Um. Uh, diseases are is tough. Eating involved. Eating is not involved. Um, it is not TB. And while I think of a good, so this is a tough one to give a clue for, you know. Okay. Um, but uh, let's see here. It does not have to do with the lungs. Um, is it, is it a bloodborne illness? It is not. It is not pneumonia. Um, is it contracted through, what's the question again? Well, Herc just came. Oh yeah, so, Herc. So, so 135,000 people in the U.S. have died from this. So far we have... Um, it is disease related. Um, and that's about as far as we go. Um, no animals, cars obviously are involved. Um, does yeah, do I was going to ask what Skip did. Is it, is it food related? It is not food, but yes, it does have to do with a specific organ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it the herps as Jason so eloquently puts it? It's not the bitters. <laughs> It's not claps. Uh, no, Michael. Uh, 135,000 people a, a year, year on average. Every year. In the U.S. Yep, thank you. Oh, cirrhosis. Cirrhosis. I, I really say good. as I have another drink of alcohol. Yeah. No. It does have to do with the heart. Oh, it is heart related. Yep. Is it myocardial infarction? That is a heart attack, and it is not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will tell you that it is a cardiomyopathy, but it is a subset of cardiomyopathy. It's a subset of cardiomyopathy. Yep. <laughs> um, ooh, faulty transplant. That's really a good guess, but no. Okay. Oh, is it atrial fibrillation? No, nope, it's not AFib. Um, is it is it a is it a form of embolism? Mm -mm. No. <sighs> okay, so here's here's first clue. Yeah. Think outside of the box of medical terminology. While there is a medical term for this condition, okay, it is more commonly known as something outside of a medical term. A heart condition that's more commonly. Uh, heart that's more commonly used so it's not like like a layman's term correct more layman's term so um what's a heart thing that's more enlarged heart nope not enlarged heart justin underwood for the win broken heart Bro Wait, what? so there's Why? A, it's called broken heart syndrome I, or i need i need explanation yep okay. or 
Takotsubu cardiomyopathy. Um, say say that first part again. It is Takotsubo. Ta so it's from eating too many tacos. Correct. <laughs> it actually means octopus. It means octopus? Yeah, because of how... So this can Vikings playoff broken hearts. <laughs> Tom, you're stealing my thunder. That's why this is being picked for today. Oh, okay. Okay. Um because so um 135,000 people a year die from this in the US every year. So and so it's what not, is what is the here's the here's the causation and here's the okay. here's the deal. So one in 500 people in the U.S. Um, suffer from some form of either heart disease or mod um, uh, now I can't even say the word uh, myo myocardio and of course now I um, cardiomyopathy <laughs> cardio okay okay so one in 500 people suffer from this and then if they either lose a spouse have a have a um uh you know a major stressful event they are uh 20 of those people who are in that category die every year thanks for checking in herc thank love you, you brother thank Happy you brother New year. have a fantastic year um and so yeah they found that people whose and then uh, this research, so uh, John Hopkins did the research. Okay. And um, women are 80% more likely to pass from this than men if their spouses die, hmm. specifically in that category. So if... Wow. Yeah. If, if um, the male dies, uh, the woman has an 80% more chance of dying from broken heart syndrome than wow. female. Um, which means we're heartless assholes, basically. Uh, yeah. With that with that story to, checks out. It does math math works. But um, other things like um, not only stress, um, people have also attributed to this, and there's like science and data behind what actually happens in the heart, physically in the heart. It looks like a heart attack, but there are other chemicals that are involved that create the symptoms of oh, okay. a cardio infarction. Okay. So that's how they can determine or differentiate between an actual, you know, um, run of the mill heart attack versus yeah. broken heart syndrome wow. is the, the hormones that are um, present in the system. Um, also winning the lottery. No way. That increases chances. Yes. Wonder why that is huh. because your, your world changed so much. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I don't want to win the lottery. Yeah, I know. I know, right? Yeah. So many headaches, though. I almost think I'd, I'd rather not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's just not buy any more tickets. Yeah. It's too too many headaches. Yeah. Too many headaches. Well, that's that's interesting. Uh, and it does play into the whole so sporting, you know, sports fandom thing is. Yesterday broke my heart <laughs> because I realized that. And I already and, and I was already telling people that 
the Vikings were going to be, you know, a one and done. But then they do miraculous things, and they do. They give you they hope, give and you that little fucking but, sliver. But of hope. they have made it exciting. the The Vikings have been, yeah, man, have been so fun to watch this season. But they broke my heart. But they broke your heart. Yep. Yeah. Well, don't you die get, from it, right? So yeah, you I, won't die from it. Yeah. Uh, Takotsubu, 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 uh, Mario, uh, whatever the other word, cardiomyopathy, cardiomyopathy. <laughs> that just says, don't get too invested in your teams. Watch your sports. Enjoy it as yeah. a hobby, as a, as a, yeah. as a, you know, a, a, an escape from everyday life, but then, you know, go back to everyday life because mm-hmm. it's just, a, it's just a game. Mm-hmm. It's just a game. So that was this week's. Numero de los muertos. And that sound cue was really, was it, it was just really me? Loud. That was really loud. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I had Sorry. no idea the sound, the sound bite was going to be that loud. So let's jump back into number seven, the list. And we are going now with number seven on our 2022 top 10 cigars of the year list. And this is the protocol bass reeves maduro so good this cigar i mean this and this this was early in the year that, yep. we, that this TPE. cigar got reviewed was it well it well was- no it was last year that it got it got pre-released in 2021 and then it shipped i think in late 21 or early 22 okay and this this maduro is just i mean the natural is really good too but this Bass Reeves Maduro is just off the charts delicious. It's it scored a 91 in the original review for us. Um, and it's just one it's one of those rich Maduros that's got like super dark cocoa and lots of different kinds of pepper notes that mm-hmm. come into it. And like, you know, sometimes you'll get notes of like dark dried fruits like raisins maybe or i don't know dates sometimes just these little notes pop in acorns (laughs) um quinces (laughs) but sometimes you get those notes of like these dark dried fruits that come in and hit your palate absolutely And, and then there were like charred wood notes on it too it was just it's a really nice nice cigar so uh that was number seven from this year's list Jumping up now to number six on the How About That Cigar top 10 list for 2022, the Rocky Patel 60 Toro. This cigar surprised me a lot. Hugely. I bought one maybe around Thanksgiving, and I wasn't even planning on reviewing this cigar, but I bought one and I smoked it, and it really surprised me. And then I bought another one, and it was just as good as the first. So then I said, okay, I'm going to buy a couple more and actually sit down and take notes. And this cigar really surprised me. Um, After all was said and done, and I sat down and took my notes, I gave this one a 91. Now, I did give this one on the PAD score. I Even cigars that make the list can get a minus PAD. I gave this one a minus one because I if I, if I remember, on that? it's $17. It's a, it's now don't get me wrong. The cigar smokes really well and it's got a lot of really good flavor and aroma to it, but I, I just feel like 17 is a little much. So it's still got a minus on the PAD, but it made the list 
at number six. Um, this it's a really nice cigar that's got like one of the things that was interesting about this cigar was I got you know how sometimes uh, fruits that have the big pit like peaches or plums. plums. I got some of that kind of nuance from this cigar. Like, and it's no, it's not like I'm smoking the cigar and I feel like I just ate a plum, but you get some of those sort of notes that you get from yeah. those kind of fruits. Absolutely. Um, and this one also had of all the cigars on the list, you also get that sort of what we sometimes call barnyard mm. where it's, it, it sounds gross, but it's not really, it's like, it's almost like this, like, pasture sort of like sweetness and grassy uh just just fresh outdoor sort of and here's this vibe to it here's an interesting thing about the barnyard situation in cigars so it, it, when you're new or if you're not into cigars and you smell and you get this barnyard flavor at first it's off-putting but then as you realize that that is an indication of damn good tobacco yeah and you're in for a treat it actually switches for me it switches the this is i'm smelling cow shit to <laughs> this is wonderful yeah you know? um it, it, that's been a fascinating change in my brain for that barnyard experience yeah it it really typically if you get any of that kind of barnyards or um some sometimes you'll you'll hear people say forest floor that usually it's like it's an indicator that there's there's tobacco leaves that have been fermented properly and they've been fermented long enough where they've lost that residual ammonia and they've fallen into this spot where uh, it's just that pure tobacco essence that you get. And this cigar had this Rocky Patel 60. Uh, I didn't smoke the other sizes, but the Toro that I smoked a few of, it really had that kind of pure tobacco essence to it. That was really, really nice. It got a 91. I think I may have said that already, but uh, this is a nice one. I think you guys uh, should definitely, uh, excuse me, definitely check out. Okay. And we are going to do number five. Big boy. As well. Yeah. You got a little, little burpsies. Yeah. Um, well, I'm drinking IPA. So you'll have that. Mm. Uh, all right. So let's move on to. Cigar number five, and that is the Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich Habano Corona Gorda R. I think they should have put like two more words in it. <laughs> we need a longer cigar name. Yeah, but the Hector, come on. Yeah, I know. Come on, we can get we can get like at all least, the way across the bottom of the screen yeah. with the cigar name. But the this came out. Um, early in the year and um we bought some at the great smoke uh i've bought some since then the maduro is great but this habano just was over the top delicious i love this cigar yep in this size um it's um it's it's very approachable it's got a little bit of pop and a little bit of strength to it but it's not it's it for me it doesn't really go over a medium um i think it's super approachable uh there's and there's these great classic cigar flavors and aromas that you want from a from a habano wrapper uh you know there's leather and there's this sort of coffee thing and a little bit of pepper a little bit of citrus 
this one also had this nice sort of charred wood note, you know, almost like, um, you know, little, maybe a little campfire, but not, not quite more like a cedary sort of thing, mm -hmm. but a really nice blend smokes really well. Um, probably went through a couple boxes maybe of this cigar through, through the course of the year. Um, and, and I, here, and I just want to say this, um, and I've heard it from a few people and I want to go on the record and say, I completely disagree that this cigar tastes like a typical Espinosa Habano bullshit. I thought so at the beginning. And then I went and I got some Espinosa Habanos and then I smoked them side by side. Yep. It's a different cigar. Totally different. It's cigar. a different cigar. Uh, the, 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 the original Espinosa Habano has more strength to it. It's, it's a stronger yeah. bullish blend Yep. and the, this one dials it back and there's also some other leaves the in nuances. there that, that, that make it a different flavor profile overall. Um, and I, I still haven't asked uh, Hector why the Maduro is the box press. And, and the Habano is the is the Parejo. Yeah, I I need to find that because I know I'm sure there's a reason for it. I just personally don't know what that reason is, and I would love to learn more about that. Uh, so that was number five on the list, and now we're gonna jump into we're gonna jump into the lightning round because, like I said, we're gonna mix it up a little bit this week. So the lightning round brought to us by our friends at J.C. Newman Cigar Company. They are America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brickhouse, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and the American J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or visitor experience, visit jcnewman.com. So for the lightning round, I mean, normally we have a guest, we ask a few questions, but we're going to, we're going to dial things back a little bit this week, but we still want, I still wanted to ask you guys something because we were just coming out of the holiday season and, um, you know, sometimes you'll have big family get together. Sometimes maybe you'll host a big family get together. What is, um, and I'll start with Garrett. Yeah. What's the one food item? that pretty much only comes out during the holidays, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or, or even new year's for that matter. What is that one food item that you just have to get some of? And, and maybe even you go like overboard on that food item during the holidays. Cause, cause the rest of the year it's not available. What, it, whether it's something that somebody in your family makes special, mm -hmm. or if it's some, even if it's something so relatively cheesy that you get at the uh you know at the mm -hmm. grocery store mm -hmm. that's only around now mm -hmm. what is that thing that you just so for it there's two things okay prime rib yes and made some here and corn pudding corn pudding hmm. i need to you need to teach me about corn. what is corn pudding it sounds fantastic, but I I need this in my like life. I think casserole almost or what? No, dude. So this is okay. So it is one hundred percent one of the whitest meals <laughs> out there. Just put that out. Um, what it is is it's basically creamed corn. Um, you get um, and it's topped with you know like a, a panko or breadcrumbs on top, and then baked. 
and obviously you you can spice and flavor the uh, the cream corn, but it's so simple, yet so freaking delicious. That crunchy top on this with cream corn. That sounds fantastic. It's I would be all over that. Unbelievable. And I would then, be all over that. Obviously, I throw some hot sauce in there. Well, yeah, yeah, you got to throw. Dice up some jalapenos, throw it in there. Oh my some- gosh. I would love, to, so for me, I would actually love to and uh, dance this up, but my family is so traditional. Yeah. If you start messing with recipes. <laughs> well, and there there is something to be said. I saw some funny, you know, video on TikTok where there was some grandmother there. That basically, it was, a, I think it was Thanksgiving dinner. And there was some grandmother there that was, that was throwing a fit because somebody made some non-traditional version of a traditional thing like sweet potatoes and they made it weird or something. Sure. And she was like, you don't mess with Thanksgiving. You don't mess. (laughs) And and I kind of get that. Yes. But at the same time, it's, you know, the taste profiles, you can have corn pudding, Mm -hmm. but just, it's still traditional, but you got to throw a little something in there, you know, yeah. whether it's, you know, some chipotles or, or I don't know, something just to kind of give it, no, you know what you're, I, I think I want to make it oh, and do exactly yes. what you said, throw some jalapenos Yes. Oh, man. or I would actually do half and half. So I would do one with jalapenos on one half and then the other half scotch bonnet. Throw a little, throw a little bacon in there. Ooh. Shred, dice up some crispy <laughs> bacon. Throw that in there. When, when's the? How about that scar kicking? I'm just start? saying. I'm just Sorry. saying that would be absolutely <laughs> off the hook. I mean, diced up bacon and corn pudding. Ooh, I'm getting hot. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. Uh, Justin, what about you? I don't know. How I'm going to top that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so what we had, I think, this year, like uh, my fiance's dad made uh, he makes like the may slacks you know roast beef or, yeah. or uh prime rib and and does this the sandwiches and stuff like that and he marinates it and does the same recipe so that was uh that was our highlight for this year that was really really good so does he do like does he do like italian beef style or like traditional like english roast beef style however may slacks used to do it with all the, the garlic in it oh and yeah slice it up and let it you know sitting there overnight and marinating yeah. that yep. and then, yeah yeah it's really good yeah we had I went to uh, Festival Foods and got an eight-pound prime rib yep. roast eight. with, with the bones. I got a five and a half. Well, we did. I was I was like, this is going to be way too much food. There honestly was barely enough left over afterwards to make. Uh, tomorrow night, we're going to, because I, I cubed it up and threw it in the freezer. Tomorrow night, I'm going to make a pot of soup with the leftovers. So then there was barely enough to make a pot of really? soup with. So we we okay, dug into that prime down. rib, yeah, and I I just love that. But for me, the there was um, there's this little dessert uh, confection that my mom always made, and the ladies in my family have continued that tradition, and they're called Buckeyes. So it's peanut butter mixed with powdered sugar and and butter and some other things rolled up into little balls and then you dip it in chocolate and with, and you leave the little round section. So it looks like a Buckeye Mm. and they, they just melt. Mm. And I mean, I, it's one of those because flavor and aroma are two of the strongest senses that lead back to memory that trigger memories. And every time I have one of those things, it takes me back to 
when I was a kid, my mom made those and having those that she made. And it just brings me back every single time. Do you make them? Amy does. Amy, okay. Amy does. And she she does a fantastic job making those. So I'm guessing there's none of those left in the house, is there? No. <laughs> and, well, and here's the here's the hard part is because I now this year yeah. I realized how I probably pissed off my dad when I was a kid because I used to dig into the buckeyes and probably <laughs> eat them all. And then my dad was probably like, well, damn, damn kids. Now this year I hardly got any because oh, my man. kids got into them. Yeah. So I'm, I'm feeling the same pain probably that my dad felt 40 years ago. You know, he's like those damn kids. It all circles back eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But those Buckeyes just mm. make them enjoy them. They're absolutely fantastic. I can't get enough we'll of them for that website up or the, on the website. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Maybe we'll put the recipe yeah. up on the website. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right, that was the lightning round. So now we're going to go for the next few on our 2022 list of top 10 cigars of the year. And next on the list, number four is the Tatuaje Havana six Veracu blue number two, this cigar. I, I had a feeling when this cigar, Pete talked to us about this cigar at the trade show. He gave us a couple samples to try. I waited for weeks when we got home I waited to long. try this sample. And the sample was so good. And then right away, they, they showed up on the shelf at Sodi's. And I just started, I was like, oh, I'll take another one of those. And another one It's like every time I walked into Sodi's, yeah, five of those. Give me, I just kept buying them and smoke. It is such a good blend. Yep. It is, it has got the. It's it's a great extension of that um, sort of the idea behind this blend that takes it to this new place. And it's it dials it back a little bit, but yet it's still it's super complex. There's so much going on. There's like graham cracker notes and roasted nuts and toffee and baking spice and. I thought you were going to get existential there for a second. Like, I almost, you, I almost did. You did. I almost did. It's yeah. like, this is one of those blends that that's, it's almost, uh, it's almost ethereal and I don't <laughs> want to get too crazy, I but it's it. almost ethereal in nature. So, um, and this cigar for me, uh, are you plus one? Yeah, I yeah. gave I gave this a plus Absolutely. one. So, I, I think it's all, it's a $12 price point. Correct. I think it smokes like a 15 above its price point. At least a fifteen, um, and it's it's consistent. Everyone I've smoked has tasted and smelled the same. They've burned properly. It's just, I think this is a blend that anybody can approach. You know, if you and if you've been, if you if you're one of those people that doesn't do well with strong cigars, and you've you've tried some of the bolder Tatuaje blends in the past, and maybe they haven't been for you, try this cigar. I I can just about promise you that this cigar is going to fit into a profile that you enjoy because i just i think it's lights out i absolutely love the blends uh got a 91 love it love it love it so now we're jumping ahead to the next cigar on the list number three the diamond crown black diamond emerald now this one surprised me a lot because the Black Diamond, you may be like, well, the Black Diamond's been on the market for a long time. They redid it. Yep. So you see the, uh, put that picture back up, Justin. So you see the band, 
it's behind the gold writing. It's black. On the original Black Diamond, it was purple. This new blend, it's a different cigar. And I thought the last, I thought the original Black Diamond was okay. Yep. I, I thought it was a fine cigar. This one is, I was blown away by how, first of all, how, how different it is. And second of all, how much I enjoy this blend. Love this cigar. It's got this really super deep richness to it, but velvety. it's but it's not velvety. That's such a great word. So velvety, yeah. But it's not strong. Yeah. It, it's it is medium full. It is pushing kind of that full boundary, but it's not. It's bold. Yes. And velvety. Yeah. And you should rub it on your body. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, uh, of all the cigars on the list, this one has a really intense kind of espresso note yep uh and th there were little hints of coffee in some of the other ones but this one was like like espresso like from the aroma as soon as you light it you get espresso notes cocoa almonds pepper a little bit of earthiness um and molasses too which i love when i get molasses notes on a mm -hmm. cigar which isn't super often but every once in a while you'll get that really dark syrupy sugary kind of thing and it goes so well with the boldness and with the, um, you know, the rest of the, almost, almost like the, there's this, uh, uh, there's this bread sort of dessert bread. That's, that's, uh, got a lot of molasses in it. And it's, it's almost like those bready notes and the, mm. and the molasses at the same time. I'm going to have to revisit. I, um, now that you say that, um, there was something that I couldn't, white i get the coffee the, the espresso especially and that that bready yeasty type situation um and it might be molasses and now and i'm also glad to see that you are minus one because well i love the balls out of this cigar 21 yeah. is just yeah it's it's a almost if, there for it me, feels but. like it's a little high i mean 21 dollars the way the price structure is going with cigars these days, that's actually not terrible, but I still feel and, like, you know, here's the, the, here's the other part of this, the it's a, it's a reblend, you know, they have reblended. This is a new cigar. There could be absolute justification for that cost for them. There could be. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm not totally shitting on that price point. Um, but for me, probably 18, and it, it could be because the that wrapper leaf is a special yep, wrapper that's absolutely. grown in the USA. That anything in the USA that's going to add to the price points, um, that could be what's where that where that price difference is coming from. Um, but either way, it's a, scored a ninety two. I'm still going to buy it. It's a delicious blend, and it, it's a in that price point, it really comes into sort of a special occasion. Yeah, kind of, kind of a cigar, because yep. um, it is is great celebratory cigar, and after reviewing it, um, just straight up with plain water, then smoking that cigar and having a really rich bourbon with that cigar. Mm. If you're a bourbon drinker or a or a dark yeah. distilled spirits drinker, have that cigar with a with a really rich bourbon or a scotch. You're not going to be disappointed. It goes really nicely with that. Um, so now I think, yep, we're going into number two, number two on the list for 2022 is the Sin Compromiso Paladin de Saca from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. 
Um, I think I, I thought the Sin Compromiso originally was just fine. I enjoyed it. This cigar took it, it took that Sin Compromiso blend and turned it up to 11. And yes, mm. yes, it is. This, this is one of the best blends that I've had from Steve Saka. Correct. I absolutely love this cigar. Now, this cigar, you go into it knowing what you're getting into. You're getting into a high price point. It's $29.95 MSRP. So you're getting into a high price point cigar. But like we said a minute ago, this is a celebratory. And if you've got the budget to buy boxes of these, God bless you. Enjoy them. I think that's awesome. If you don't and you're like, well, I'm not going to. This is a cigar for when you've had a new baby, when you get married, when your kid graduates, when you graduate, when whatever it may be. This is one of those special occasion cigars. And it's a cigar that you you almost owe it to yourself because of the price point and because there's so much complexity going on. You owe it to yourself to sit back and really focus on this cigar when and you smoke it. You know what I love, too, is uh, this cigar enters that arena, at, like you said, celebratory cigars. Mm. Um, for many years, there's only been a handful, you know, just really a few brands that you would go to for those celebratory cigars, right? Yeah. But now we're seeing more and more in that ultra premium space that are putting out products that are worthy of that. Not only, you know, obviously from a price point standpoint, but from a flavor and performance standpoint, obviously Saka. And he'll even tell you not only, you know, I don't know specifically on this cigar, but like the unicorn, you know, he'll say it's not a hundred dollar cigar. Yeah. Um, so I love it. I love and it. And whether or not, I mean, we're not in the rooms when they blend these cigars. We have no idea what price per unit is for per pound of tobacco and this and that and the other thing. Yeah. We're, that's not for us to decide. What's for us to decide is we smoke it. Do we like it? You know, and, and this, this cigar did get a even score on the, on the PAD. Yeah. Because the the price point, as high as it is, I believe that it smokes even with its price point. And that that says a lot. It scored a 93. And 93s don't get handed out often around here. So that's, if it's a cigar you can find, you should reach for it for one of those occasions that you have coming up in your life. And I believe wholeheartedly you will not be disappointed. And it's not there's another one thing about this cigar is you you look at it and you think this cigar is going to kick my ass. Mm -hmm. It's really <laughs> not overly strong. There's not super heavy amounts of nicotine strength behind this cigar. It's just rich and bold and yummy. Well, and you know, and it probably costs quite a bit to have you know, the unicorns piss on all of that tobacco. I mean, that's, well, like, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's where, where the, that's where it comes from. The cost comes from one thing about this cigar too, that I just remembered that you don't. And, and again, tasting notes, it's all relative. It's all subjective. Everybody gets different tasting notes, but I mean, for the most part, but every once in a while you get something that jumps out. You're like, what, why am I smelling that? Why am I tasting that from a cigar? But, and it sounds weird, but it's not, it almost, so if you've ever taken a sheet, if, if you cook and you've ever taken a sheet pan and you toss 
carrots and Brussels sprouts and broccoli and some other, you know, root vegetables or, you know, that kind of thing. You toss them in olive oil and salt, pepper and garlic, and you roast them in a high oven until they get a little crispy and yummy on the bottom. And you smell that smell. That I swear, person. I know it's weird. You call me crazy. I swear, I every time I smoked one of these cigars, I got like this roasted vegetable. Vegetal. It was, but but sweetness. You right. know, when you roast them, the it brings out the yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I got a lot of that from this cigar, and it was I was like, that's so weird, but it's it's so delicious. Um, so this blends, reach for it. This is going to be one that you're going to really enjoy. So before we get to the number one cigar of 2022 for How About That Cigar. Uh, we're going to jump into this week's Notable Smokables. And Notable Smokable is brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. Uh, so each week on How About That Cigar Live, we name a cigar that we smoked recently that was notable to us. Now, this could be a cigar that's been on the market for many decades but maybe we haven't smoked it in many years and we just picked it up for the first time in a while. Or it could be a cigar that's brand new that we tried for the first time ever. Uh, and we just talk about it briefly. So, Garrett, what was a notable for you this week? This week? Oh, gosh, it's been a lot. But I'm going to say the SP 1014 by Sanj Patel. Um, Sanj is... Uh, been hearing a lot of buzz about that cigar. There's a lot of buzz. Ronnie is uh, crazy uh, about the cigar. Uh, Sanj apparently is the most hated retailer in the U.S. <laughs> um, More hated than Ronnie? I know. <laughs> okay. And and by the way, Ronnie, don't come at us after this list. <laughs> Speaking of Ronnie, but uh, no, this SP 1014, and um, you know, I'm hoping to get Sanj on the show because he has a lot of things to say. The, the guy is not short of anything <laughs> to say about the industry or uh, process anything. And it's going to be an entertaining show. But the cigar itself was phenomenal. Very flavorful. I've had both uh, the Lancero and the Robusto. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, you and you and Justin have to say about the cigar. Um, so amazing. Nice. Uh, Justin, what was something notable for you? Uh, Christmas... Day, I think I had a Byron Reserva three onions. Mm. Dude, delicious, mm. great after dinner, Christmas Day smoke. Nothing. Nice, that's, that's all I got. Nice, that's yep. yeah, that's that's a great Christmas Day cigar there. Uh, so I smoked the new EP Carrillo, uh, it's called the Allegiance. So it's in this, it's in the you know, the line where they've, they've won multiple cigars of the year over the last four years. Um, and this is the newest, you know, it's the green band of, of, uh, of the series and it's called the allegiance. Uh, it's a Robusto. They call it the sidekick, but it's a Robusto. Um, and I want to smoke more of them, but one of the things I know it, this is another one of those weird notes that you get from a cigar, but I got so much of this sort of peanut butter sort of note from this cigar. It was because it was one, it was sort of roast the roasted nut flavor that you get from a number of different cigars. But two was it had a really oily texture to it. The smoke was had an oily texture. And that 
um, really kind of reminded, uh, sounds weird, but it kind of reminded me of peanut butter in a huh. really good way. Yeah. So I thought it was a nice blend and I'm excited to smoke more and really dig into it. Yeah. You know, and try the other sizes too. Did it remind you of the Milanio at all? Uh, I honest, full disclosure. I haven't smoked a Milanio in a minute. It's been a long time since I had a Milanio. It's probably, and it is, it is Oliva. You're, you're right. Cause it's the first time they've yep. really partnered with Oliva. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, Eric. Thank you. It's yeah. It's, uh, I, I'll have to go and get some Milanios. I may actually have some old ones in my, I think I do have some old ones in my humidor. I'll have to see. Do a side by side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I, if you see that new green band EP Carrillo, check it out. I think it was pretty good. So I don't think we need to wait anymore. Mm -mm. I think it's time we jump right in. And now we we reveal the choice for how about the, that cigar for 2022 cigar of the year is the crux du connoisseur number four. Woo. Oh my gosh. I mean, this cigar was one I was waiting for for a long time. And because they had the other sizes in the Duke Connoisseur. And I think they were really good. Yep. And then finally, they, because they, they talked about making this number four size, which essentially is a Corona Gorda. They talked about making this number four size for the longest time. And then it finally shipped. And I bought some and I went, crazy for it and then i bought more i've smoked i mean we went through the box last oh, yeah. week i've i've probably smoked through the equivalent of three boxes of these cigars this year it's just been a cigar that i keep reaching for over and over yep. again and one of the things that makes it easy to smoke is it's 10 bucks yeah and everybody knows i'm a lancero whore uh matt gravitates to the corona size and i will absolutely agree that the number four is the perfect size for this blend i love the entire line um yeah it's been a fantastic project for them but that number four just hits yeah it's um and it's this one on the on the the pad scale this gets a 2.5 because this cigar it's 9.99 i mean msrp as of the time we reviewed it i don't know if crux has done a price increase yet or if they're going to do one next year this cigar in in my estimation and i like i said i've smoked so many of these cigars and they they burn properly pretty much every time i've had one the flavor profile is always super consistent and there's complexity to it that in my mind when i smoke it puts it into a higher price point now crux you don't, there's no need to go jumping this up to $17, $18. We can keep it around the $10 price point for those of us who love it, but it's, it smokes above its price point. And, uh, it was a 94 score, um, plus 2.5 on the PAD. There's these great graham crackery sweetness. So notes, graham cracker baking spices yeah. like cinnamon cloves and nutmeg, that kind of thing cedar toffee roasted pecans coffee citrus there's a lot of complexity in my mind every time i smoke it i i i catch these little notes that just remind me 
of of how why I love this cigar. I think it's a great I think it's a great uh, cigar, and it's at a price point where you can smoke it pretty much all the time. Yep, and not have to worry about you know breaking the bank or anything like that. Uh, so that is our number one cigar for 2022. Congratulations. Congratulations to Crux, all the guys over there, Jeff and Casey and Tony and Sam, and I know I'm forgetting people, but congratulations to all you folks Sexy at Crux. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Um, so let me check my list here where I was going after this. Oh, let's pull up the, the recap graphic, if you would, Justin. Uh, so just to recap our list, uh, number 10 from 2022, Luciano the Dreamer, Hermoso number four. Number nine is the Partagas Añejo Petit Robusto. Number eight, the Casa Cuevas Sangre Nueva Toro. Number seven, the Protocol Bass Reeves Maduro. Number six, the Rocky Patel 60 in the Toro size. Number five, the Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich Habano Corona Gorda R. Number four, the Tatuaje Havana 6 Veracu Blue Number 2. Number three was the Diamond Crown Black Diamond Emerald. Number two was the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Sin Compromiso Paladin de Saca. And the number one cigar of the year in 2022 for How About That Cigar is... The Crux Du Connoisseur number four. Mm. A lot of fun putting this list together this year. A lot of great cigars um, and so much fun. Uh, it's, I mean, we already did a year in review, but we had a, a lot of fun this past year. Absolutely, we did. And a lot of great cigars coming out. There, I'm going to yeah. continue to say it. We are spoiled for choice, yeah. you guys. Um, just a lot of great cigars. Out. And I hope that uh, these companies continue to innovate, continue to build upon their brands. And um, it's just really fun to be in the industry right now. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's you. Uh, and we've talked a little bit about here and there, you know, that there have been sort of overall some quality control issues in the last few years because they've really had to ramp up production to keep up with demand because cigars have been in high demand since COVID and that's starting to wane a little bit, but it's still, um, I have high hopes that things are on the upswing. Um, and I, I do think we're seeing that some of those quality control issues are starting to dissipate. Um, and oh, I yeah. think we'll see that more and more throughout the course of 2023 and beyond. So I think that's a good thing. Um, so let's give you guys the lowdown on some coming attractions that we have on How About That Cigar Live. And those are brought to us by our friends at AJ Fernandez. They now produce unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The AJ Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from AJ Fernandez. So, Next week, on the 9th of January, we're going to talk to Jeff Mute and Mike Shepankevich about Phosphoro Cigars, a new brand 
that is going to be part of the Poshik distribution hub mm-hmm. uh, from Mike and Mike. And well, I don't know if it's Mike and I Mike. I think it's just Mike. Um, and uh, a lot of buzz that we've been hearing about them. And Jeff's also a retailer. Uh, and Mike's also a retailer. So we have a lot to talk about on that show. The following week, on the 16th, this is going to be a lot of fun, and I want everybody to mark this on their calendars to check this out because not only are we going to have our own questions lined up, we need your help to line up as many questions as possible. And so you've probably seen this a lot on social media lately where people jump on and they start asking questions to these AI chatbots that are out there. We are actually going to interview live on the show one of these AI chatbots and ask them to see how much they know about premium cigars. This could get very interesting, and we want no question. Well, within reason, no question is off limits. <laughs> so, if you guys, if you guys have ideas for questions, be with us live on that show so you can throw those questions into the comments and we will ask them to the AI chatbot while we're on the show. That's, I think, going to be interesting and a lot of fun. So that's coming up on the 16th. Uh, so that is our Cigar of the Year list for 2022. Congrats to all the winners. Congrats to everybody, number 10 through number one. We really appreciate everybody out in the uh, cigar community for being a part of it. Um and it's you know it's been it's been a great 2022. Now as we start out 2023, it's going to be a fantastic year. There's a lot to look forward to, and we're excited to bring all of it to you. And you know, let's just make it a let's make it a great year. Let's do it. Yeah, let's kill it this year. Absolutely. So guys, thank you so much for watching live on Facebook and YouTube. If you have questions for us, please make sure to email us on the website, howaboutthatcigar.com. Make sure to listen to How About That Cigar Live on all your favorite audio podcast platforms. You can find us on any of the big audio podcast platforms, whichever one you choose. Um, if you have, uh, if you haven't already, make sure to go on all your favorite social media platforms and follow How About That Cigar. You'll find us at HBT Cigar. And of course, until we see you guys next time, Burn cigars, not bridges. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium premium cigars.